Hey, and welcome to POP, Storyboard's podcast on private podcasts. I'm Jeremy Lin. For almost a year, we've been profiling different audio creators from our community. If you're new here or listening for the first time in a while, go back and tune into some of our previous episodes. But today, we have an awesome interview lined up with someone who I must say has taken quite an innovative approach to keeping up with their team. So I'm excited to welcome on Greg Goodman, an area manager at SWBC Mortgage. Greg, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. I look forward to talking to you. So I mentioned right there, you're an area manager. I must admit, I know a little bit about sales. I don't know a whole lot about that title. What are your focus areas? So I'm the area manager for SWBC Mortgage. My duties are recruiting, educating, and finding referral sources for our sales team across the Tennessee footprint. So talking about that sales team, what are some of the challenges that they face both overall and on a day-to-day basis? I've been an area manager in this industry since the 1990s. And I have never seen a more dynamic shift in how I do business since COVID hit. It changed everything. So much of our industry relies upon face-to-face sales, relationship building. And our primary source of business is realtors, referrals from realtors. And realtors quit coming into the office, which meant loan officers quit coming to the office. We were not having meaningful conversations. We were not engaging. We were not educating. We just were not doing what we needed to do for a couple of years. And I had to find different ways to engage uh, with the staff. And I found that really through your platform and podcasting, because I can now get their attention quickly. And I, I have found that, that they are willing to invest two minutes of their time. And, and during that time, I'm able to give them some, some tools, some tips, education, industry changes that they need in order to to help build their business in a way that's uniquely different than the way we used to do it. Greg, that's awesome. I'd imagine like there are a few other ways you could reach your team, right? You have video, you could be emailing people. What inspired you to start your own audio series though? Really, it was failing at other ways to communicate. So I actually tried many, many things that did not work so well. And I'm embarrassed actually of a few of them looking back at them, but I just tried a lot of things and uh, um, I just wasn't able to capture their attention long enough to make it to where they were willing to, to, even though I had great content, it didn't matter. I could have the greatest content in the world, but if it was not easy to utilize and easy to implement, not just for them, but for me, if it required too many steps for me, I might not do it also. So I get it. An example, just to give you an example, this past week, I was in Colorado with my son. Spring break is a tradition. And I noticed so many young people in this certain town that we were in. And I asked a few of them, you know, how, how are you supporting yourself? What, what are you doing to, to, to live this lifestyle? And I was shocked at how many of them didn't work. And I did a little bit of research and discovered that back when I was in college, almost 70% of students worked. Today, that number is closer to 50%. 
And so it, it, it goes into our unemployment rate challenges that we've got as a country and the fact that first-time home buyers are now almost 40 years old. And that's a big part of what I'm doing right now today is, is creating a two-minute story around that subject. And how, how do we communicate to the young people that they can buy and the benefits of buying? And so I'm going to be speaking that out to our area in Tennessee today on a podcast as an area of an opportunity to, to teach young people about the value of home ownership. Greg, as somebody who lives in Atlanta, you represent Georgia as well. I could use a little bit of advice. I've been struggling here. The market's really, really hot. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, next week's podcast. So this week's podcast is going to be on the opportunity. Next week's going to be, well, what are some solutions for the young people? Well, maybe they buy a home that needs some work using a specialized program called a homestyle mortgage, which gives them money to renovate the home, not just purchase the home. And you still just need 5% down. And so me giving that in a way that helps educate the, the sales staff, then they in turn will use what I'm giving them to bring that education to the realtor referral partners. So then they can talk to the potential buyers and say, hey, listen, I know that this market, we just don't have the inventory. Here's an idea. Here's a, here's a home that we d- would not normally see because it's, it's just not in good condition. But there's a program out there that can help you get in the home and, and remodel it. And it will give you money for those repairs and such. And so I'm using podcasts to this week and next week to first identify the opportunity. Second, how do we solve that opportunity? That's great. Greg, you should send them to me too. I need I need a word of advice. I just said, I'm a first time home buyer. I need to figure it out. So I think I'm definitely in your target market. Talk to me about the mechanics of the actual podcasting. How do you pick what to talk about? How do you record it? How do you share it with your team? Walk me through your process. So what I love about it is that it's easy for me to record because I use very simply my iPhone and my earbuds to, to, to just record the, the podcast. And, and the quality is good enough that, that it comes across really well. And so what's important to me is that I don't have a lot of steps. So, and that might be speaking a lot to just to my personality, but to just be able to open up your app and hit record, and then it goes out to our entire sales staff, that, that is, that's unique to me in the way of, I can get it done very quickly. And so, for instance, when I was in Colorado with my son on spring break, and I was inspired in the moment, I didn't have to be at the office. I didn't have to have my laptop. I just had to have my cell phone. And so I quickly recorded a podcast that I keep them around two minutes and I was able to get that information out to the sales field immediate without having to to go through a lot of hoops. The easier it is for me to implement the podcast, the more I'm going to be effective at it. Now, I want to talk about your length a little bit of your episodes. You mentioned two minute episodes and how that's basically the attention span of getting your reps involved, how are you able to figure that out? Like, how did you figure out? We have a lot of people come in who want to do podcasting. They're like, great, I want to do a 20-minute episode. Like, 
how did you figure out that that was the right way to do it for your team? Well, it's funny you say that. It's actually um, a little bit of my son. He, I was, he's in his early twenties and I was talking to him about things like podcasting and other ways with stories and videos and how, how do I engage? And I said to him one time, I was going to do a five minute video and he laughed at me. He goes, dad, you're not going to get anybody's attention for that long. Well, to me, five minutes doesn't seem like that long, but to him, that's like an eternity. And so I started just talking to people about what they would be willing to commit to. And two minutes was what I discovered was kind of the number that beyond that, somebody's just not willing to, to, to give me their attention. But I'm, I've been able to really engage in a way that I get a lot of feedback at the two minute mark. I think if I ran over that, they would quit listening because they're able to just hit a podcast of mine when it comes across. They could be at a stoplight. They could be waiting for their food at the restaurant, whatever it is. For two minutes, they, they can commit. Anything above that, I just don't know that they're going to give me that attention that, that, that I would want to have. I love that approach. And it's something that I encourage all people to do. Like, doesn't have to be complicated or fancy. It can be as simple as a two-minute recording. How is your, I'm curious, how has your sales team responded to this content? What has the feedback been like? It's been really good. Before we did this, we, we were utilizing just, we didn't have a plan, really. We were trying everything. And, and so we had a lot of little successes, a lot of failure, a lot of just don't, we don't know because we couldn't measure it. And so I was trying video email. I was trying social media education. I was trying uh, live feeds. And the one that does best is when I allow them to listen to it when they want to listen to it and in a way that's easy for them. The easier it, the easier it is, I think, the, the, the more listeners I have. And then, they then it becomes a habit. So I have now been able to get several of the salespeople on a habit of listening to it because they're not scared of it. Uh, when they see it, they can give me two minutes. And, and so their feedback has been really good because I'm giving them information that's real time a lot of times. Like, like for right now, I'll probably do another podcast this week on the Silicon Valley bank collapse. And what does that mean? And how does that impact a consumer? And so when I, when I get that across on a podcast, they're listening to it. They're then turn, returning that information to the referral partners who then give that information over to a potential homeowner who's asking them the questions. So it starts with me bringing them in, intel from, from, from what's happening you know, in economies, finance, that sort of thing. And then it's being fed all the way down to a potential home buyer that's making a decision, do I want to rent or buy? Well, the podcast has been able to give me a tool to help get them information quickly so they can make that decision now. That's fantastic, Greg. Giving people these bite-sized pieces of information so that say you're driving to a potential customer site, you can have those things ready to go. You walk in and now you have this learning that you can take directly to them. For sure. In fact, some of them refer back to like a podcast, maybe two or three podcasts ago, because they're going into a specific meeting and that podcast might've hit on something. 
that went over um, a change that's happening in our industry and they can go straight to that specific one, bring it up, listen to it really quick. And they don't have to shift through a bunch of information that's not related. They can go specifically to the topic that I had and then break it out in two minutes and then they're done. They have the information they need to communicate that back to the potential homeowner. That's great. What is the most unexpected outcome or discovery you've made from this project, really incorporating audio to your folks? Surprisingly, it's that I didn't think it would work. And it's based on my use listening. I, I, did, I was not a podcast listener until I started doing podcasts. And now I'm now a podcast listener of all different kinds of podcasts. And it, it was a tool that I, and maybe it's partly my generation, but I just didn't have that as a tool in, in my growing up in the industry. And before storyboard, I was using what I felt comfortable with, which was really boring, long emails. And I just was not connecting to the loan officers because, you know, they weren't coming into the office anymore because of COVID. And I was sending out with all caps, read this now, important. I would, <laughs> I, I, would, I would try to make it even, you know, I put it in red. I would be like, they've got to know this. They've got to know. Why aren't they reading my emails? And it's because that's how I'm comfortable with email. So I had to get outside my comfort zone. And I'm thankful that I did because I've now been able to engage in a way that, that's convenient for them and it's easier for them because they're now listening. They're now reading. They're now communicating. And it's been great. I mean, I'll, almost every event that I go to across the country at our company Somebody comes up to me and mentions a podcast episode. So I know it's working because they're always talking to me about, I loved your episode on whatever it was. I had the same thing happen. Let me tell you about it. And I, I've never had that with any other media, uh, not video. I was trying even video email, nothing, and nothing seemed to work. And I, I was pretty sloppy and just trying everything that I could. And this is something that is consistent it's listened to, it's easy for me to implement. And I'm just mad at myself for not doing it earlier. It's been a great tool and we, we're going to continue using it. Well, Greg, you've come a long way from not listening to podcasts at all to now not only being a listener of all these other podcasts, now you're actually somebody who's creating them as well. What are your goals now with the podcast moving forward? Are there any potential opportunities that you're excited about? Well, it's actually helped us grow our team. Uh, it's helped me uh, retain uh, loan officers too, because I've been able to stay more connected to them. They feel a sense of connection to me through the podcast. So it's allowed me more time. It's freed up more time for me to, to recruit more loan officers and to stay present, to stay top of mind. Because there's a lot of companies out there that recruit that try to recruit our staff. And if I'm not doing everything I can to provide value to our staff, well, they may work somewhere else because that other company may provide more value. And so the future is for me to continue to use this as a tool to help them. So if they're making more money working at SWBC and they've got a, a value proposition that's, that's 
that's better, then I'm going to keep growing. So growth is my goal. And my tool partly is going to be uh, uh, with Storyboard and helping me stay connected to them. And where they feel like it's a sense of family too, it, it's, it's, it's personal when I'm doing a podcast. That's how it feels to them. When they, when they talk to me, emotion is communicated. I think with email, it's hard because you really don't know. You, you could use emotion. You could read an email probably 10 different ways. And you could have 10 different takeaways from that email. And they could all be wrong because the inflections are whatever you think they are. It's the mind of the listener. And if, and if, you're, if you're a person that's going to read an email from a negative position, and I meant it from a positive one, well, that's on me. So what podcasting has done for me is, is communicate a level of emotion, excitement, a level of connection that I cannot get through other media. And video has been a problem for, for me in the sense that it's, it's not very convenient for the most part, and it, it doesn't achieve what I'm wanting to achieve. I need a two-minute bite of this is what's happening. This is the opportunity. This is how we're going to solve it. And then you're going to see how excited I am about it. Then they're going to bring that excitement to their referral partner. Greg, this has been such a great interview. Thank you so much. I have one last question for you. Sure. I asked this to everybody. What advice would you give to other organizations for use, specifically sales organizations, looking to incorporate audio into their teams? I would suggest that if they're not doing it, to, to launch a campaign of podcast, but don't have expectations initially of it early. I, I think that it's something to where you're asking participants to do something that's uniquely different. And it might take three, four, five, six, seven attempts to start getting the, the listeners. And what's ha what happens is people will say, hey, did you listen to Goodman's podcast on that? And another person will say, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'll go back and do that. So it happens over time. It's not something that I think that I launched and everybody's like, oh my gosh, that's the, that's, that's the silver bullet. It's not a silver bullet. But what, what it is though, is it's an incredible tool if it's used consistently with good content, with good emotion, and it's kept short. It's been my experience. If I do those things, I will get the connection that I'm looking for on an emotional level too with our employees that I don't get to see every day. They don't come into the office anymore. And I can still stay connected to them in a way that I feel gives them a sense of connection. Greg, that's a great way to go out. Seriously, thank you so much for joining us. Excited to continue working together. Thank you for having me. And uh, I look forward to working with you guys in the future. Thanks for listening to this episode of POP. You can find our previous interviews wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be coming back next month with a brand new episode, so stay on the lookout. At Storyboard, we have plans for organizations and teams of all sizes with free pro and enterprise level subscriptions. To learn how you can use Storyboard to record and share insights, updates, or stories with your team, visit our website at trystoryboard.com. You can also follow our LinkedIn page for regular updates. See you next time.